When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, only in New York. Welcome to Only in New York. I'm Tracy Carnazzo. I'm Andrea Allen. And I'm Chemda. And today we have one of our favorite people of all time. She is the co-host of one of the most popular and hilarious podcasts called The Hot Mess Comedy Hour. Please welcome Emily Lubin. What up, cunts? Hey, it's my co-host coming in hot with cunts. (laughs) You know, I'm very well-meaning, so when I say cunts, I don't think anyone's offended. It's the royal cunts. Yeah. Yeah. That's I am beautiful. included in the cunts that I speak of. <laughs> well, I have one of your mugs. Yes. And it's it's an army of cunts. Well, yeah, yeah, our listeners are the army of cunts. Andrew's my co-host, but yes. she didn't want to introduce me because she um, can't talk. <laughs> <laughs> it's shocking she has more than one podcast. I know. I think it's very sweet that she still gets nervous around you. Yes. I know, right? <laughs> this is, we keep our we keep things young and fresh mm-hmm. between us. It's like your new lovers. I love it. Yeah. But anyway, love, love, love your podcast. Thank and, you. And uh, Emily, how long have you been in New York so I grew up in um Westchester so which is New York north it's New York state and it's you know probably like 45 minutes north of the city at least the place where I grew up um but that's where yuppies from New York move to so that their kids can have yards and don't have to see homeless people <laughs> yes it's a very sensitive location mm-hmm. yeah, I like to call it the country Yes, it is. It's so the country. Mm -hmm. And I haven't been there in quite a few years. But I remember the last time I went there, I was like, I've seen more trees in the past 10 minutes than I've seen in an entire year. Yeah. Yeah. It's very strange in New York City. Like if you're in the city proper, if you're in the boroughs, there's so many different things to look at. But if you go just 30 miles east or north, you're just on a different planet. And so... When we vote, New Yorkers in the South, in the in the in the boroughs, are just totally different minded than the people upstate. But you're sort of in the in between. Uh, it's an in between where like it's everyone's cosmopolitan. Well, yeah. everyone's parents have used to live in the city, but yeah. like I said, they they wanted a better life for yeah. us. As opposed and, to like if you go further north, it is country. You were born in the country. Your parents were born in the country, and they're on meth. Yeah, and you're you have like a car in your front yard without any wheels on it yeah like that kind of thing. love that and your aesthetic. uncle lives in it <laughs> yes yes exactly, exactly i used to date a guy who lived in upstate new york i used to take the train how desperate for what part dick. of upstate though no, like actual in, upstate he lived in connecticut it's the same thing <laughs> oh this is hilarious andrea doesn't know it's the same place andrea, andrea, he, lived in, he lived in florida andrea <laughs> That was my favorite Andrea moment to date. I used to date this guy who lived in another location. I don't know necessarily how I got there. Greenwich, Connecticut. I was given a geotag and then I plugged my phone. Was it Greenwich, Connecticut? I, it was, right? One was of the Greenwich, most expensive parts That's of the like tri-state the area. Yeah. I don't know if it was Greenwich because he was an underground poker dealer, but he owned a house. Yeah, you can have all kinds of jobs yeah. in Connecticut too. In quote unquote Connecticut. You mean upstate New York, Connecticut. (laughs) Well, I I went to college in upstate New York too. So I'm like well acquainted with that. Yeah, but the New York part or the Connecticut part? (laughs) 
<laughs> the New York part. Yeah, the, okay. the, you know, Western. I'm Connecticut by way of Poughkeepsie, by way of um, Mamaroneck. Jersey. By Jersey. The, the turnpike is another word for these locations. <laughs> this is the greatest because I know if we all moved to Canada, we would sound even worse than what Andrea sounds oh, like. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. I, I make fun of her, but like, I don't know where Saskatchewan is. Right. I didn't, I honestly didn't even know that it was a real place. It's a fun name. My, my dad's from a place called Regina, so eat that up. <laughs> but, um, so when I we're went, all from a place named Vagina, <laughs> we came from yeah. it. Um, well, someone else came, but then we anyway. Ah, <laughs> all right, let's rein it in. So, so yeah, no cum jokes. Yeah, here. my dad we're, has never come in his life. <laughs> yeah, please. I used to go to Connecticut, New Jersey, and <laughs> it was like it was like I would sit in a hammock in his backyard, and mm-hmm. I was what the fuck is yeah. happening? Yeah, right there now? we um there used to be a reservoir where all of our water came from, and there was Ooh. a swing that we would or a rope rather that we would swing off and jump into the reservoir it was very like like real childhood yeah Yeah. real childhood real outdoors time and also we all hate new yorkers really like manhattanites let me clarify not you queens bitches we love you guys okay wait you were swimming in my drinking water It's not the same water, it's Tracy. Poor you literally water. just matter. said the reservoir where we get our drinking water. Where we get our drinking water. Not oh, okay, you peasants. that's fine. You do whatever yeah. you want in your drinking yeah, yeah. water. You peasants have some other water system that is not way better. We, yeah, we do not share. But so why no, they're both you, very clean? Why did you hate Manhattanites? Because they're aren't, all. Aren't you kind of technically like children of Manhattanites? No, my parents grew up in. Connecticut. Oh, okay. Uh, Where my boyfriend lives. Yes. <laughs> Upstate New York, Connecticut. I wouldn't call my boyfriend necessarily, or he wouldn't have called me his boyfriend at the time. <laughs> right, right, right. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I always say, like, I've had many boyfriends, but only one that knew he was my boyfriend. Exactly, right. <laughs> um, I, it's not, I need to clarify. It's not, like, everybody who lives in New York City. It's this very specific um, subset of like Manhattanite children yes. that grew up in Manhattan, went to prep school, have trust funds. Well, who doesn't hate these people? They're the worst. They grow up to be like socialites. None of them have real jobs. Yeah. We know some that are comedians. Yeah. <laughs> they have a lot of followers. They yeah. have a lot of followers. Yeah. They have a lot of connections. Like Not some- a lot of talent though. Yeah. Shocking. Shocking. Interesting. It's almost as if grit is a thing. <laughs> but, but you're so close to Manhattan. Do you still like come in yeah we would go in a lot um my dad worked in the city so we would go into the city a fair amount but I do I have a memory of being really young and my dad telling me we were gonna go to Subway and I thought he meant we were gonna go to the sandwich shop the pedophile guys company but he meant we were gonna go down into the Subway and take the train and I acted like I didn't um, make a huge mistake and that I wasn't very upset that Smooth. we weren't eating Subway. Yeah. Yeah. Did he yeah. buy it? Yeah, he bought it. Nice. So did you, Um, I, sometimes you tell me you would go to these clubs in, in up not upstate, wherever the fuck you're from. Uh, it was in Yonkers. Yes. Oh. So yeah. Razoo's was the was name of Razoo's, one of them? It was called and then they rebranded and they changed it to Club Pure, but it was not <laughs> Pure. Let me tell you, so my it, best friend got fisted in a parking lot there. <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean? So don't she, tell Tracy. <laughs> I don't feel well. Do you not know what you don't know what this? Oh, means? I know what it is. Okay, I just want to know what do you mean? Like what were the circumstances? Yeah, like how do you just get fisted? Mm. So also, she, are like, you in high school? Oh yeah, we were sixteen. I couldn't even 15, get a finger 16. up there. What is happening? So that's like you know I just some feel of us like- have wider set vaginas. <laughs> okay, I feel like fisting is a choice. Yes. 
fingering sure. is a thing yeah. that happens. Fisting is a choice. Well, there's a plan. Let's there's, hope it's a choice. Uh, there's homework that's done to it. There's preparation. Mm-hmm. It's not a parking lot activity. Well, there's also a technique. You have to make a duck bill, and then you have to enter. Oh, um, we've seen Chasing Amy. I'm just. <laughs> I just want you all to know. I'm about to say a sentence that's so disgusting. Billy Presida, friend of the show, has fisted me. What? So. You can all just okay. So once your fist is up there, yes. Can, I'm no, sorry. No, no, can no, no, we- no. I'm so sorry to derail. Yes. This whole time, mm-hmm. I have okay. been because Andrea's like, oh, I slept with Billy. I'm like, No, you didn't. No, you mm-hmm. fisted with Billy. <laughs> but, but he got Billy a- used your used your cervix as a punching. No, bag. they fucked. He fucked her through pajama pants. Yeah. What is that? Oh, mean? that's like a condom. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, the original. Got, he's got. Big hands. Yeah, I know. Does he? What does that feel like? It's crazy. He has big it's hands. It's like a reverse like the whole birthing <laughs> ceremony. Yeah? Yeah. He's you, like the nutty professor. I his think hands just expand. Because we couldn't bang. Because he could never keep it up. <laughs> Sorry, Billy. Now you're being dragged into this. Because <laughs> he could never keep it up, I would be so sexually frustrated because I like wanted to fuck, but he was a weirdo. And then- Oh, yeah. He was the weirdo. You wanted to fuck Billy Presida. Yeah, I mean- Sorry, Billy. We've all had moments in our lives that we don't feel sure. good about okay. now. It's a dark time. It was a dark How, time. Were you dating him? No, 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 no. But they did. You went on dates. We went on a date. Okay, whatever. You know. But but can I just clarify something yeah. that I don't know if this makes him look better or worse? But he couldn't get it up because he was scared of you. Yes, sexually. That's correct. Okay, that actually yes. makes him look better and also I, makes you look better. Yeah, so. I enjoy that about you. Thank you, thank you. So I scared him I sexually. Like knowing that, and then he would like finger me, but I was so fucking juiced because I was so horny yeah. that he just kept being like, "I guess I'm putting more in," right. and then all of a sudden, Billy's in my intestines. <laughs> Did he ask or were you just kind of like going with it? Just going with it. Okay, so once, like, does he pull out, does he unfist and then pull out? Um, Yeah, He. you create a duck bill. Yeah. You work your way in there. And then when you exit, it's a duck bill, I think, as well. And then does it hurt like a day later? Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. For sure. No, it's fine. <laughs> okay, so now if you were pregnant. Yes. He could have gotten the baby out for you. Absolutely. He could have done a little baby abortion. Well, Billy's fisting services. Term, like if it depends on what term, but like I, I would say any like term. Thir- third trimester, certainly. Yeah. Oh, you think that the baby would have to be that big for him to yeah, find it? Like I think you need to be able to grab onto something like when it's the size of right, a Right. Instead of just like a bunch of smush. Yeah. 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 I feel fine. <laughs> I'm, glad I'm sorry that. I derailed this. So your friend got fisted in a parking yeah, lot. Yeah, I mean, she was talking to this club promoter. Yeah. For, you know. And Is it billed as a as like a teens club? It Okay, it's a regular club, but uh-huh. they would have a teen night. Yeah, like Friday night. At, yeah, I understand yeah. that. So like it was like seven four, to nine. 14. No, they do no, all seven night. to nine p.m. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like five to like, ten year olds. Emily doesn't know what teen Emily was eight <laughs> years old, but her friend was nine, so this is fine. <laughs> it was age 14 to 17 and we would always say we were 17 even though we were the youngest looking people sure. in existence. But my friend who got fisted was actually a virgin before the fisting. No. Oh. Zero to a hundred. So she, yeah, so she was talking to this club promoter. She disappears in the middle of the night and we're all like, where's Amanda? And we're looking around. We don't see her. We go outside and she is. Amanda is a hand puppet. Amanda, <laughs> Amanda's a marionette. <laughs> Lamb chop, okay? <laughs> and Where's Amanda is the title of like so many young white girls' stories. Absolutely. <laughs> Subtitle, we need to find her. <laughs> but 
then afterwards, like we we all like didn't really know how to handle it because we were like, did she? It she. It's not like she was drunk. You didn't know we, how to handle it. Uh, <laughs> we didn't really know like how to address it because it's like, are you happy about it? Like we right. we didn't know. And I think at that age, you yourself don't even know if you're happy about yeah, it. Yeah, no. Like yeah. I've had sexual experience where I'm like. I don't know if I wanted or needed that. Yeah. yeah. I don't. Well, when she told us after that she got fisted, I'm pretty sure I, I was like, Amanda. I don't know what that What'd means. What'd she say? Please tell me what she said. So she asked me if um, she was still a virgin. Oh, look at what we do to women. Because after she had been fisted, I guess there was like a lot of bleeding. Um, so she asked me if she was still a virgin. She's going to pass Gee, there's and a I, lot of blood when you fist a virgin in a oh, car. Yeah. Oh, yeah. With no lube. Is there a lot of it's and like then, a birthing ceremony. <laughs> oh, oh my God. he definitely got to, had to have the inside of his Jeep cleaned. Mm, yeah. Stay, for sure. Well, she got her insides cleaned, so it might as well. <laughs> Tip for tat. I am holding myself. I so cannot. She asked me if she was still a virgin, and I, knowing nothing about anything at that point, was like, I don't think so. Yeah, I was like, you're still pregnant. You might be pregnant. Yeah. yeah like, you yeah. Might- I don't know what happened. You're giving birth to a human hand. <laughs> Depends on what he hurt. had in his hand. <laughs> Did he have a baby in his hand? I can't. I can't. So anyway, yeah. So we would go to Razu's. Like we probably went like three or four times. Yeah. So why did you go into Manhattan when you went? Because you guys had a whole, you know, community and system up. Yeah, there. you would like you a could get fisted club. right here in Yonkers. Yes. Why are you traveling past the NYC border? Because it was exciting, and our parents would let us do it because it was so close. So I mean, when we were in high school, we would literally go into the city to go to Olive Garden. Mm. Like we would go into the city culture. Yeah. To go to Chipotle back when I still pronounced it Chipotle because I didn't know how it was pronounced. Okay, there was one in St. Marks, and that's yeah, St. Marks we would is go such to. a teen hangout. St. Marks, yeah. I also used to go to that Chipotle. Yeah. I that Chipotle was off the chain. It was like up a set of stairs and yes, it, it was all like rustic on the inside. Yeah. I went there because I worked down the block from it. Um, okay. But I I just I, that makes me feel a little bit old. You know, like I was, you know, a full time person, like, you know, with an entire life and you were just a little child coming yeah, on I the was. train. I might have like we might have crossed paths at that but time. We probably so, did. But yeah. also when I was growing up, if you found Chipotle on fucking St. Mark's where it is now, it would make no sense. Like sure. they opened a 7-Eleven there and shit like yeah. that. Before it was shit and people would ask you if you wanted like weed and shit like that. Oh yeah, that. And was, very like, punk rock, very yeah. edgy. There are all these um, thrift stores I love St. Mark's. Mark's yeah, Trash and Vaudeville. Give yeah. me those studded Hell fucking boots. Yes. Yeah, but now it's, you know, like... Um, Commercialized. The yeah. local Japanese place that's very hipstery and yeah. very expensive. Yeah, it's basically what New York City would be if it were in Epcot. You know yes. what I mean? Like, yes. it's very cartoonish yes. and yeah. weird. That is the best way I've ever heard what St. Mark's oh turned God, into. There's yeah, a- it's like a movie set. Yeah. 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 Very yes. much so. The one thing I liked about St. Mark's when I came to New York uh, 10 years ago is that you could underage drink there and I don't know if that's still the case it does kind of seem like it like there was this one bar called like Convoy or something that was like five shots for ten dollars I think you're speaking about the Continental yes okay and it was like recently closed right the Continental closed it used to be um, back in the day that was a rock club yes and downstairs there were rock shows and it was like and that was their advertisement was like five shots for ten dollars but it was like well drinks oh or, or yeah it, it said it right it there. was shit and it then was on their awning yeah, yeah it, was, like, on the it awning. was the name of their bar <laughs> and then uh, it turned into a sports bar 
What a move. Everything turns into a sports bar. Yeah. People are so into sports. The idiots. (laughs) News alert. Yeah. But yes. Four clucking hens talking about sports. Yeah. I don't know. What are sports even? Well, yeah, it's, it's, it was a black, St. Mark's is an underage drinking heaven. It was was so fun. We would go there, get piercings. I mean, I never did, but my friends did sometimes. Oh yeah. I, I did get a belly button piercing there once. That's nice. After I had already graduated college. I woke up the next morning and I was like, this is not a cute look. Did you this keep is it something, in? I kept it in for about two weeks. Mm-hmm. It's so, hard to take care of in the belly button. It's really annoying. And also it was really weird looking. Well, that's that's another thing. Because some drunk guy was like, yeah, use the gun. Yeah, some needle. weirdo pierced it. And also I just, I don't, I have kind of a weird belly button. Mm. Did you just call a piercer on St. Mark's a weirdo? <laughs> I don't well, that, that was that. another thing about St. Mark's is they did underage piercings and tattoos. They do underage everything. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, I'm now sure there's I a sex ring It actually is children. Epcot. Yeah. <laughs> well, and then nearby in the East Village, there was this uh, hookah place that we would go to a yes. lot. And that was also a good way to get drinks because mm-hmm. yeah. you don't have to have an ID to get in there because sure. anybody can smoke B- hookah. B-Y-O-B. Mm-hmm. And also they would serve you, oftentimes they would serve you after you've already gone in because they're not double checking sure. IDs. Oh, no one's checking shit. Also, what's wrong with your belly button? I'm sorry, I cut you off. It's a weird shape. It's very small and very deep, and it looks like a frowny face. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it, it's not like one of those cute, like Andrea has like a very cute, like oval shaped navel. Oh, that's a good belly button. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, I like an innie Audi. Mm. Mine's like a super innie. It's three mm. feet deep. It's like insanely weird and small and like. You could use it for a storage. Yeah. Like I, uh, I could sometimes I keep You could rent it out. Sometimes I keep cereal in there. <laughs> oh, that sounds delicious. Like Cheerios. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but so when the piercing when I had the piercing, you couldn't even see the bottom ball. Yes, like I had went the barbell in. thing, but it my belly button swallowed it whole. Sure. All right, maybe a lip ring next time. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's where you <laughs> yeah, want to go. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I'm gonna get a bull ring. So you and your friends are are you going in just to party? Are you of partying age at that point, or are you just kind of going to explore? Um, this was all like this era that I'm talking about is all like high school. Okay, and you're not drinking or doing anything. You're just I wasn't like drinking adventuring. and adventuring. I I was adventuring, but then senior year we started drinking. That's mm. like the era of the hookah. Sure. Did you know while you were coming down while while you were like in high school that I'm gonna come here? This is where I really belong. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah okay. it's, Did your friends feel that way also? Um, It's not anything that anybody really spoke about. It's just like we saw our siblings do it, you know, mm. go to college and then they would get an apartment in New York. Um, And that's just what I thought I would do to stay I close guess, to my family. And I guess like Yonkers is not a place where like single people are. Right, like I mean, if you, your life has I, worked out badly, then that's where a single person is. But like, you don't want to like be in Yonkers. Nobody's staying in Westchester just because they want to stay in Westchester. Is Yonkers Westchester County? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's uh, northern West. It's like right north of the Bronx. Sure. So when did you move here, and what was your first place like? I moved here uh, when I was twenty two or twenty three. That's a tough age. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. my first apartment was in Astoria. Actually, it was uh, off of the. Um, Astoria Boulevard stop. Okay. So, so for those who don't know, so Manhattan is the hub. And then for Astoria, I feel like that's a 30-minute train ride, which is nothing. Depending on where you're going. Yeah. 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 Um, it's right outside. People seem to think Astoria is like another planet, but it's a lot closer than a sure. lot of places Astoria, Queens. Yeah, yeah, baby. I, it's a neighborhood right after, like right in after you get 
when you're coming from Manhattan, it's pretty much one or two neighborhoods in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And I moved there because I had a friend who needed a roommate, but also it was like a reasonable price because I was not making money. I've actually never had Manhattan money. So I've always had to live in the outer boroughs, which I feel like most young people now, that's just the way we live unless you work in finance yeah, and can afford that. But yeah, so I lived there for three years and then I moved to Brooklyn and right now I live in Brooklyn. So what was your first apartment okay because your friend lived there? Yeah, you there. got a cushy first it, apartment. It was amazing. Emily floated into New York, New York on a cloud. And I was like, <laughs> you motherfucker. Well, I travel everywhere on a cloud. I know you do. It's so, like, I'm Mario happy Brothers? for you, but I'm also like, it's always working out for you, isn't it? Yeah, it was. No <laughs> one's fisting you in a parking lot. Oh, your first apartment was great and you live with our friend. Oh. Yeah, it was, I had two closets. It, motherfucker. Like a yeah. his and hers in your bedroom? Cla- yes, I had one closet that I used just for shoes and bags. Oh, yeah. uh, for those listening outside of New York, a closet is like another bedroom for mm-hmm. us. Okay, yeah, yeah. But are you considering your belly button the second closet? <laughs> <laughs> or is this two actual closets plus belly button space? It's more like space. a shelving unit. <laughs> it's more like uh, a crawl space. Yeah, yeah. I gotcha. So have you have you lived in a bad situation, whether yeah. it's physical or emotional in New York? The answer to that is yes. Yeah. Both? Uh, yes. Okay. And they were both at the same time. The, I what happened was I relished in this watching Emily suffer in her lie. move to Brooklyn. That is such a fucking lie. <laughs> no, I mean I didn't relish in it. I was just like <laughs> you just enjoyed it a lot. Welcome to New York. Um, I when I moved to Brooklyn, the sole reason that I moved to Brooklyn was to cut my rent because at the time I wanted to. I was working a day job. I really wanted to quit my day job. Um, what were you doing for your day job? I worked in catering. Doing catering. like cater waiter stuff? No, I worked in the office of a catering company okay. doing like sales and this bitch was showing stuff. up to catering jobs in like hot shorts. Okay, it was one time. Okay, <laughs> what happened was uh-huh. they didn't really they didn't really send me to a lot of parties um, because that wasn't that wasn't like my job. I don't. You're wearing hot shorts. Yeah, it just wasn't. <laughs> I mean, I'd send you to more parties. But. That's true. It just wasn't my job. Like my job would be to plan the party, and then there there were other people whose jobs were to go to the party and make sure that everything ran smoothly and call the kitchen if something like the on-site people. was missing. Yeah. Exactly. So, um, but occasionally if they didn't have anybody else, they would send me to a party to make sure that everything was if okay. they had no better option. Yes. Exactly. Right. I was, I was like... Desperate times. I was D-squad. Uh-huh. At best. <laughs> so it's a Friday, casual Friday. It was very casual. Casual what was going Friday. On. Your shorts were like up your pussy. I was wearing... <laughs> Neon orange cutoff shorts, mm-hmm. yeah, that's and not then what they I meant. was wearing a they sleeveless meant business casual. Oh yeah, <laughs> and then I was wearing a sleeveless top with um, graffiti lettering that said "Party Animal" with a tiger on. Mm-hmm. Oh, so you were wearing a party planning outfit? Yes, exactly. Yeah. What's the so problem? I walk in, and my boss sees me. She sees my entire outfit. You walk into the party? No, no, sorry. Oh. I walk into the office in the morning, dressed like a raver. And my boss is like, hey, Emily, um, I'm going to send you to that party today. And I it's look a communion. down. <laughs> yeah, I look down. It's a funeral. And so. then I look at her. And then I look down. And then I look at her. And I was like, are you, are you seeing this right now? Like, what? In what universe am I dressed appropriately to go to this party? But it turned out that it was um, 
this gay couple, one of them was throwing the other one like a surprise birthday party. They were both wearing like linen pants and white coats. And it was in the penthouse of their like fancy building down mm. in the financial district. That's the wrong kind of gay party for that outfit. Oh, yeah. no, but she's wearing gay casual. But, yeah. I'm, <laughs> mm-hmm. but I'm wearing like an objectively hilarious outfit. So yeah. when I walk in, they start laughing in a way that's almost <laughs> like, ah, like we know what happened before yeah. you said what happened. And I'm like, ah, yeah, I'm a fucking party animal. Ah. And then that's pretty much, and then we all sucked each other's dicks. Yeah, and the then, cake uh, stands. That was that. At least you didn't get a fisted. You hated that job though and you wanted to get out. Like I feel like the, there's this this thing that happens in New York when you're stuck in a day job that you hate that you don't even enjoy the city anymore because you're just working all the time and you're Miz. Yeah, and then when you get out of your job, you just want to go home to your closet Yeah, that you live in and just pass out. Yeah. Do you ever do that thing where you figure out how many hours you actually are awake in your apartment? Yeah. And then you divide the rent by that many hours oh, and God. you find out that you're paying like... What, did you want to cry this day? Yeah, I, I don't want to crunch the numbers on that. I have movies to recommend to you if yeah. you want to do less homework. <laughs> yeah, this is what I used cry. to do. I'm like, I'm awake in my apartment for one hour a day. If you divide that by my rent, I am paying like hundreds of dollars a day. To be miserable. For an hour to oh, be God. here. Oh, God. So what was what was the... Did you cut your rent in half? Easily, yeah. Yeah. Wow. yeah. But I moved to a questionable apartment um, balls deep in Crown Heights. Yeah. And I was living with That's people Brooklyn. that I did not get along with. And there were no windows. It was very dark. Uh, why, it, why weren't you getting along with them? What was the part that wasn't... They... And how did you know them? Did you just... I found them on like they have all these roommate finding apps now. So I found them on like a roommate finding app. Mm -hmm. Um, They seemed fine. They as people. How many of these? Two. Okay. Um, And as people, they're fine. Like it wasn't uh, we just didn't mesh. They didn't like fun fun or joy they they were windows or light. Yeah. Or party animal t-shirts. They were stuck in that place that. Actually, like what we were talking about before, like they would go to their day job. Yeah. They both worked in fashion, which Ugh. is also like a miserable p- profession. Well, yeah, it's so bizarre because it's supposed to be like this creative, cool, like, and but it's fucking miss. It's just abusive, right? Yeah, it's abusive. Yeah. And like everyone's like, but it's fashion. I'm like, and they who make gives no a money. fuck? It's, yeah, it's yeah. not even like they're working overtime and they're making so much money. They're making You get paid in like sample dollars. underwear. Yeah. Exactly. Like yeah. here's a roll of fabric and I'm going to need you to work overtime for seven hours. Exactly. So like understandable, but they would come home and just bitch about their bosses, bitch about their jobs. Yeah. And so even if and I they was... they include you in on this or it's just constant If I said, hey, what's up? Uh, then it would be like 45 minutes of me needing to listen to their rants. So I think I isolated as yeah. a result of that because I cannot... Like the couple hours a day that I'm home, I can't be like your... Um, emotional dumping ground for like all the shit that's happening to you at your job. It just brings me down and then I can't focus on you know anything. What? I could I could see why that would sound a little like, oh, you can't hear people's, you know, upset time. But I had this roommate. She wasn't even like necessarily upset all the time, but she had, she would step on a fucking platform. And like you said, for 45 oh, yeah. minutes, I'm trapped and I'm like, it's 10 a.m. Yeah. Don't you have to go to work? Didn't I pick some? Oh, a lot of TED Talks in the apartment. Yes. yes. They hold you hostage. Yeah and, yeah. and I'm like, look, she's saying like these really smart, insightful things. And I agree with them. But like you haven't paused. And no. I just have to stand. And there's no like, 
I don't know. Should I go to the bathroom and pretend I have to pee? This is the worst. So for them to like trap you in negative shit also. Yeah. And it got really bad. I mean, this was also a time when I was dealing with a lot of um, like social anxiety. I was having anxiety attacks. So I remember there was one day that I didn't want to talk to my roommate so bad that I had to go to the bathroom. Oh, my God. Really fucking bad. Mm. And I was just like holding it in mm. all day. This is a true story. My roommate You're is out. She wanted jars. to stay inside your room. Yes. Because I didn't want to go out there because she was like out there. Um, They would uh monopolize the kitchen and meal prep they for the like entire week. They were like house marms. Yes. Yeah. They would never go out. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing here? Yeah. And I didn't want to cross paths with her, with her so bad that I waited until she went into the bathroom to take a shower. And then I ran out the front door and went around the corner to a coffee shop <gasps> just so I could pee. Yeah. Okay. We need I a gave moment. myself a bladder infection. Yeah. Not actually, but nearly. I had a roommate that had celiac and she okay so here's the thing with roommates is that everyone seems normal when you first meet them everyone's got like little quirks but you're like Mm -hmm. "Eh, that's fine and then you slowly discover how fucked up they are and you're already in like you're already like financially it's a marriage in a huge like investment with these people and she had celiac but she thought gluten floated through the air and one day these scientists are just fantastic told me she wanted to get a gluten wand that she could wand over her food that's a good idea at work (laughs) wait like a detector like a metal detector yeah like gluten would glow in the black light exactly you know at work in front of other people (laughs) and stuff and i and then i was like oh you're you're like crazy i wish i had a sesame wand I totally understand. But like someone tells Are you, you allergic th- to sesame very seeds? Very highly. Oh. Someone tells you that they want to buy a wand for food and you're like, I split rent with you. You know what I mean? Right. That's the problem, Andrea. Yeah. That's the- <laughs> no, 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 no. But also, Andrea, like, I remember- she had a great idea. <laughs> no, but like, okay. <laughs> no, no, no. But the gluten. The, it- I'm going to give you her number. You'll have a great time together. <laughs> Andrea bought gluten-free cat food. I separated our kitchen. I like I did everything for this bitch by the end of it what what pushed over the edge my cat used to jump on the counter and drink from the sink faucet which is wrong yeah but I can't okay but also like what do you do with a cat I I can't stop it and so she was like do you think we could get her in like a training program I'm like I'm not a cat training yeah we're gonna send her to uh NASA school for reforming cats yeah where we can also buy gluten ones like bitch you're out of your fucking skull okay there's so many more important things to worry about and that this is another thing like my roommates had we I don't know who's right and wrong in this situation still Mm. I think I'm right but I you know from somebody else's perspective um I could be wrong we just had very different ideas of the amount of cleaning that had to be done Mm. in the apartment how many what, what kind of idea did you have so (laughs) so to me I think like the shower needs to be cleaned like Maybe every two weeks, the bathroom. Tracy's like no. The kitchen <laughs> needs to be deep cleaned. Like maybe also every two weeks, uh, dusting. Like maybe every week, uh, like sweeping up, vacuuming. Maybe every week. That seems reasonable because there are three of you. Mm. Yeah, but like, like also, I also think that like if you use things more, then you clean them more. So like. If I have two roommates who are in the kitchen every Sunday yes. meal prepping yes. Yes. for their entire week, 
maybe I shouldn't have to clean the stove when I literally do not cook. Yes, yes. that is correct. Okay, yeah, sure. Clean, how about just clean up after yourself? So when you are finished meal prepping, deep clean the kitchen. You yeah. can tell Tracy lives by herself. Yes. I, that, and that's what I think too. Like I think I, I, I don't consider, I really don't consider myself a slob. I really think that's that I- That's funny you are. But two, not, every not in common areas. No, that's true. No, not you're very in common considerate. areas. I'm very considerate. Yeah. I've never like left a mess out or left dirty dishes in the sink. I never do any of that shit. So I, I think like there was a clear divide over just like what we thought was clean and not. I think they were like bordering on it. I think twice a week for the bathroom. Ugh. That's a lot. That's yeah. so much. That's, I mean, the shampoo and the conditioner. But the, you also have OCD. So you don't really have but also, like, like, a, I feel like, a leg to stand on yeah. here. As someone who also has OCD. Sickness. But is aware of it. I will say this. Is that like, I know I have a standard. So I'm going to clean. And I'm if I live with someone else. You're going to have to pick it up. I'm going to have to pick yeah. their shit up. And I know that. And it will annoy me. But I am also like, this is your... Right, like you're, it's better off for you doing it than having to live in a mess. Exactly, I can't. She so does, I'll tell you how she does it too, because she does it to me. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> she does it to me in the studio. So she's like, "Oh, is this supposed to be here? Oh, that's nice. It's going in the garbage." Oh. Well, oh, so it's like when my mother, when I was little, she used to be like, "Whatever, if you leave your dirty dishes in the sink, I'm going to put them in your bed." I love that. I love she that. Can't do that. To Whatever me. garbage that. you put around the house, it will be in your bed for tonight. Thank you. I. <laughs> like, this has been here for a week. I'm throwing it out, and I'm like, no, I need to. Okay. I don't sure. think that okay. you also have a leg to stand on in this area. I think that <laughs> a lot of we are have two extremes. Yeah. Yes. I feel like there's a lot of people in the studio, Emily and Hemda, that um, <laughs> call being uh, courteous and polite and neat and clean and hygienic. OCD. Right. Yeah, it's interesting. Okay. Tracy, no, you do you have, have OCD? OCD. I do happen okay. to suffer from obsessive compulsive disorder, but I also think that have that wanting to live not in filth is not a disease. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. But oh what God. I think look at these I think fun people's people. definitions of filth are just different. Wanting to sit on a not filthy toilet is not a disease. Yeah. Cleaning the toilet. <laughs> That's once how you a get week. a disease. Do you go to the bathroom anywhere but in your place? I peed at the studio uh, two times. Well, because Andrea cleans it. Because <laughs> I know it's clean. But no, if I was here and it was like a dirty bathroom, no, I would I would probably make a note not to drink any water. I'm okay, not but you know what? I love it. Case I'm in right point, here with you. Case in point, you yeah. need to live pe- with people yeah. who have a similar outlook on these things. Yeah, same. I, I currently live with somebody, who with people who... Like our filthy slobs. No, we clean up after ourselves. I have yeah. one roommate who's a bather. She takes a lot of baths. Yeah. So okay. she cleans the shower like probably more often than most people do because she likes a clean tub. You know, like if you want to live a certain way so bad, do it yourself. Bathing is living a certain way. Yeah, it's living. Look at that. <laughs> living a certain. She's like, if you need a certain height of your lifestyle. <laughs> well, let me just remind all the listeners that Tracy refuses to take public transportation because of her OCD. Tracy, I'm with you. We stay strong. I love Listen. it. We stay strong. We're never going to agree on this, so we have to move on. Yeah. But um, <laughs> I will say also this roommate, you were like, I don't think she likes me, the one in particular. And oh, I was yeah. like, I don't know about that. And then I went over there once. I'm like, oh, no, she does so not. So hostile. She hated you. The hostility in that room. It was, Yeah. It was palpable. Palpable. Yeah. yeah. Because she, I I think you you went out, you like lived a life and she hated that. Yeah, I wasn't home scrubbing the toilet yeah. every other day. Yeah. Yeah. What's wrong with that? So while you were living your life, yeah. did anything ever happen to you that's like, oh, 
I'm in New York. Like this is. I mean, so many things. Like every goddamn like day. Like every fucking day. Like, did you ever fall in just like a total big pile of garbage on the sidewalk? <gasps> did you? No, have you? No, but I think that <laughs> other people have. Well, I don't. Okay, so I, uh, I, I babysit sometimes, and this is, this is not the story that like I was planning to tell, but this is just a side note of like shit happens in New York. Every fucking day, and you can't even avoid it. We were walking down. I was walking down the stairs, the subway stairs, with uh, the kids they babysit, and a man, a, I mean, a seemingly normal-looking man, mm. was walking on the other None side of, of the stairs, uh, up. So we're walking down. He's walking up. Mm-hmm. He turns to my kids, and he no. aggressively spits on my children. <gasps> no warning. No. Hawks a Just Hawks a You can see it. He gets both of them? All three of them. Yeah. What is this man's range? It it was insane. One spit? One spit? Three three kids? Yeah. What? Was he a sprinkler system? It like bounced off the other side of the wall. It ricocheted? It ricocheted. He did it on purpose? He... 100% 100% he did it on purpose. <gasps> oh. And then I saw him do it to somebody else oh. walking down the stairs. I had to explain to my children. <laughs> were they what screaming like and crying? On you? Yeah, they were shook the fuck up. Yeah. And I had to be the, the one to explain to them, okay, you know, there are people in New York City with mental illness. And, and de Blasio's you know, put them on the street. And, and, and you didn't do anything wrong. And, you know, that he wasn't spitting at you. You know, he would have spat at anybody. But I was all the way at the bottom of the stairs I couldn't shield them from his no. spit or anything. It happened so fast. Yeah. Were they okay? Did you have to give them ice cream or something? They 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 were okay. One of them who's more sensitive than the other two. Um, you know, they, we all know the children that are like the stronger ones. Yeah. He's, he's <laughs> who not, can take a good spit. He's not one of the strong ones. Let's just put it like that. What'd he do? He started crying. Oh, that's fair. I thought they would all start crying. Yeah. No, no. The other two were just like, kind of like, okay. Cause you know, you forget that like, they grew up in the city. Yeah, Manhattan and children are weird. They just, they're used to seeing people. these things every day. This is certainly not the first crazy person who's tried to attack them. Yeah, you're not, you're not, you're not floating on a <laughs> reservoir like you were in Westchester. Yeah, you're like around humanities. Yeah, but, but I, this is what I'm saying. Like, I never saw this shit yeah, when no, I was I growing up. I didn't have to see this shit until I was 22. Yeah. So it just, wow. It drives me crazy. Like, the thought that, Children are walking around like exposed to all this shit in a way. To feces and urine and spit. Yeah. And in a way, in a way, it's, I mean, that part of it isn't good, but I guess it is good to be exposed to a lot of things so that you know how to protect yourself and you're not going to be like freaked out in those situations as an adult. Yeah. But at the same time, you grow up a lot faster. And I do think that it diminishes that. Part so it's like childhood being exposed to tons and tons of trauma as a at a young age. <laughs> mm-hmm. yep. It just makes you so numb to life uh, when you get older that you don't even know how you're supposed to be treated. But yeah, you know what? You become a as a wasp. Yeah. So <laughs> culture. Yeah. So you also had another subway experience that you were telling me about. Yeah. So when I was in high school, this also involves y- your youths. All of your traumas are like young people <laughs> being destroyed. We see, you know, you see things, and those are the things that stick with you. And yes. you never forget about them. Yeah. So like on one of these excursions that me and my high school friends. Olive Garden. All t- all tiny women. No, I think we were going to the hookah bar. Nice. Um, All tiny Party women. Party night. <laughs> I was such a loser in high school. Like I didn't 
I don't. I don't think we even drank at that point. We would go to the hookah bar just to get buzzed. Yeah, like that was our getting buzzed. Hookah gives you a head it rush. Really? Okay. Truly yeah, because you're just deprived of oxygen. Yeah. You guys could have just held your breath for free. <laughs> oh my god! I uh, yeah, I smoked a jewel last night. I fell over. Yeah, it's so great. Crazy. It's great. Time. It's fantastic. You're wild. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so we're on the train, and um, it's me and three of my friends. We look over across from us, and it's it's late at this point. It's like one or two in the morning. Mm. There's a man who, um, again, looks normal and is well dressed, but he has a whole well dressed. Like this is the thing. I'm like, you're well dressed, so you live in society, and you see this all the time. People are normal looking, and then they're insane. Yeah, like you look like you took a shower this morning. Yes, you cared about like you don't have four on. winter coats on. Yes, yes. Yeah. like there's markers to and avoid these people, and also like. <laughs> Uh, often when you get on the train and there is uh, winter a homeless person who's been sleeping on the train or whatever, the whole train or pooping on the train. Yeah, that's yeah, what you there, meant. There Spitting is on a children. Notable smell. Yes. Like there is a very. It's called smell. the empty car. Yeah. Do, yeah. do you Whenever guys remember you the first car. time you got empty card? Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> You're like, I can't believe it. There's all to yep. myself. Yeah. So there'll be like packed trains, especially <laughs> on the time that people go home. And then you're just like, oh, freedom. Somehow everyone avoided right. this car. I know. Like, I'm going to get off the train at the next stop and I'm going to change cars. And yes. you walk into the car and... <laughs> You have no choice but to go in because now you've made this decision. Yes. Oh yeah, you don't have time to go to another one. And now. the door is open. <laughs> it's like and you know, you and know what's happening. Like it, it hits you. It suddenly hits you. It hits you like it's usually not even half a, a second before you step on. It's not even a smell. It's almost like a force. Yeah. yeah. It's on you, and you're afraid you're going to smell like it's this. It's inside of your brain yeah. at that it's point. It's like, you know in cartoons when something's smelly and the green smoke yeah. is emanating from uh, whatever it is? That's what it is. Like you can almost yeah. see it. There's smells that you're like, I'm never going to forget this. Mm-mm. Like it's so <laughs> visceral. It it hits your senses. It like touches your soul. Right. I've walked in between the cars while the train was moving because I can't. With yeah. It. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if it's like you're going express. So now you're skipping five stops with this fucker. Yeah. No. Yeah, and you're like, if you smell like this, what does your what does your dick smell like? Because right, but, it's always oh my god, men I've never wondered that. And I'm like, what is the moist but crevices also, in your body? Because you're filling up an entire car. But also, like, how long do you not have to bathe? Like, is it just not bathing that creates? It's also that pooping smell? on yourself and peeing on yourself. <laughs> okay, it's also wearing go. all your clothes all season, right? Like I Chandler and Friends. No, not clothes. not just the same clothes, like. All of your clothes. Like you are your own closet. Yes. Yes. (laughs) You're the hanger. I'm like, it's unspeakable tragedy. Like you feel so, you're upset because you're in it, but you're like, this is human suffering on a level that I don't, I've never even seen before. Because how could this person endure this? But yeah. now the story that you're telling us, yeah. he doesn't even have. No, no, no. There, there was no smell. He has there a was... regular amount of clothes on. Yeah, yeah, and he's <laughs> conscious. He's wearing a pea coat uh-huh. and some nice jeans, right? And some nice boots. Um, but the thing about the jeans is that there is a hole in the crotch of his jeans, right. And just his balls are hanging out. <laughs> Both of them. Both the balls. No dick. So. But he has one. It's just inside. Well, you I know, assume right. he has one. I didn't like probe. You know what he's trying to do is avoid the smell. Because Andrew was like, "What's his dick smell?" And he's like, "No, airing it out, bitch." Well, yeah. 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 Yes. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that's how he stays clean. <laughs> yeah, we got to tell these guys. You got to do a little dick so he's hole. Sitting on the train. He's sitting on the train. Are his balls resting on the seat? <laughs> 
Ew. They are. I mean, I mean yeah, or yeah. That's big balls. I don't. Yeah, I don't think they're quite big enough to be on the seat. So they're they're suspended in midair. <laughs> They're, they're hanging sitting on his lap. They're they're hanging out of the pan. No, he's like kind of manspreading. Yeah, no, you can't. Where do you think balls yeah. are, Hemda? Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever seen a yeah. man naked? <laughs> the thing about his belly button is they had balls attached. <laughs> I guess it, I was thinking like from the top. You know what I mean? But from his, the top, like what? over the waistband <laughs> of the pants. No, <laughs> like sweatpants, but you just put your balls over the waist. This is not puppetry of the penis. This is. A regular penis ball, like I really, set up. I really should look down when we're having sex yeah. a little. Yeah. More. Okay. So <laughs> is it is it like okay? So there's there's the seams obviously of the crotch. Okay. Is it like you know when you when it's your so legs? Funny to me that you guys are so interested. In do you the think he has chub rub? I'm, I'm balls <laughs> exposure. That's, I gotta know. Yeah. Because sometimes chub yeah chub rub. So yeah. your thighs rub and then there's a hole in the inseam. On the seam. Y- yeah. Was no, it no, through no. the inseam or did he cut? Did he intentionally cut like a ball trap? Oh, I see what you're you saying. You know like what I mean? Door. Yeah, exactly. No, like the, pajamas. So from from what I remember, the fraying pattern of the hole yes. indicated that it was not cut. Okay. It was more like worn. Worn. Do you think his balls were made of sandpaper? <laughs> Maybe the jeans were too tight. Here's the thing. Did he have hair on his Did balls? Did he have sharp balls? <laughs> Here's the thing. <laughs> Where his balls knives? I can't imagine that he didn't know that his balls were out. Yeah, but how good does that feel? Like you know, it's like it's like the feeling of like you know when you wear like a very constricted bra and then finally you yeah. get home and you take oh, it off. Yeah, like that's he, the best feeling in the world. Yeah, so same for yeah. him. It's like he's like my balls have been so fucking hot. Now, what what season is this? This is peacoat. There's winter. Ah, fall. fall. Okay, fall. That's a good time to have balls out. Yeah, get a yeah. little breeze on yeah. them. Yeah, and he's probably like, I have been in these jeans. <laughs> this poor guy. For so long. Maybe it was a polyester blend. You don't know. Yeah. Right. And all of a sudden, poof. <sighs> something comes out, and he's like, I can't undo this. <sighs> well, who else was there? Was you guys right across from him? Right across from him, and then there were a few people like sparsely but laid not, out, but not in his view. Not in the direct vicinity. How do you know it wasn't chewing gum that had been used that was attached to his pants? Okay, you need to look down also. <laughs> so, do yeah, you, I don't know what kind of balls you've been seeing. <laughs> They're not great. Mangled shit. So are you sitting across from him and then you're like, oh, his balls, or did he come sit down and then so they're he, out? So he is already sitting down uh-huh. across from us. Okay. We sit down. We see the ball exposure. <laughs> so it's your fault. He yeah. Was, he was there first. He was there first. You're yeah. in his line of fire. Yeah, he, for sure. Yeah. But so we, I didn't notice it at first. A friend of mine tapped me on the shoulder. Like we're all it's playing like, telephone. where's Waldo? Like, hey, I think this guy's balls Okay, out. so like, did you he's sh- enjoying the shit out of it. And yes, this is what he wanted. Yeah, sure. and he's like, uh, <laughs> if you don't want to look, then you shouldn't be staring <laughs> at my giant ball crotch area. But my eyes are up here, ladies. Imagine yourself in this scenario. How do you not look? <laughs> oh, he, I'm looking right at your He knew that everybody was going to be looking. Yeah. And he, he clearly gets... His balls are out! <laughs> Yeah, I'm not like this guy is sane and you got caught in the no. crossfire. He clearly gets <laughs> off on the fact that women are looking at his balls and are horrified. Yeah. Okay. Did you guys respond? So we didn't say anything. We're just like whispering about them. We're laughing. We think it's funny. It is funny. Balls and, are funny. Yeah. And then uh, my friend Bianca takes out her phone, which is like an LG chocolate or something. Yes. And she takes, she starts taking pictures of it. Good for her. She yeah. starts yeah. taking like a very grainy Photo ball picture. Of yeah. this man's balls. It looks like a chicken cutlet. 
or and chewing gum. <laughs> right after she takes the photo, somebody standing by the door right next to the subway bench taps her on the shoulder and is like, hey, uh, just so you know, you should probably delete that because a guy just got busted last week for doing that to a girl. Is this a man or a woman? It's a man. It's like a young man. And she's like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Yeah, I'll I'll delete it right now. She goes to delete it. Wait, 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 wait. So instead of him tapping that dude on the shoulder and saying, hey, your balls are out and that's illegal. And there's a group of teenage girls. Yeah, Yeah. he's worried about people distributing poor. Yeah, instead he was like, your friends... We're like, oh my God, I can't wait to capture this moment. And we're going to jack it like crazy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, we were going to send it to every person that we of knew. Of course. Of course. So Print it out and give it on flyers. So she's she goes to delete the photo. Like she's already agreeing. Like she's deleting the photo. She's freaked out. And then he keeps talking. How old are you guys? Uh, 17. Okay. All right. He keeps talking. And he's like... Yeah, just so you know, I'm I'm a cop. I'm undercover. Oh, then you're the worst cop, and also you're not undercover. <laughs> you're not no, a they, cop. They tell you when a cop is undercover, they say I yeah. am an undercover cop. Yeah, and, and they never flash a badge. No, of course, no, of course. Uh, I can't get word for I it. I can't. I've been undercover for too long. Can't blow He's it. He's the ball police. <laughs> but I'm telling you, I'm telling you, for at least five years after this, I thought he was a cop. Ball for cop. at least five years, I thought the ball cop. <laughs> Busted our underground operation of taking pictures of somebody else's junk. It's on up the, the subway. skirt cam. Yeah. yeah. We got several divisions of the NYPD. We got narcotics. We got human trafficking. We also have a small ball cop division. There's <laughs> <laughs> four or five guys, and they're just really passionate. It's an elite squad. And they, and they all have segues. <laughs> Do you think that that fake cop was with the other guy? Do I think he was... Like oh, they were working together? Oh, ball cop no, and I ball think, guy were together. <laughs> I think it was his weird way of trying to hit on my friend. Uh, or like... Uh, I, you know what? Actually, I don't know. You know what? I would love for someone to tell me. Dun, 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 dun. For, for, I swear to God, five years after that, I, sting. I would tell people this story and say like, yeah, and then this undercover cop. Like, the story was completely different. Yeah. It was framed as if an undercover cop... And then the cop. cops busted us. <laughs> And then it wasn't until... And you're talking to a police officer and they're like, no. He was like, yeah, it, it, uh, it was, it's like, this is really funny, but you have to delete that. Let's not like what a cop would say. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Uh, a cop would be like, sir, you're showing your balls to minors. Exactly. You're going to have to come with me. So, so it wasn't until I told like a few people that I was like, wait a second, this guy wasn't undercover. <laughs> I get it. He's like, like, I'm so undercover. They don't even let me carry my badge because then people would know. <laughs> but there's like a reason why they both did it to 17 year olds. Yeah, of course. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. And it happened to be like to my friend Bianca, who's like a little Hispanic princess. Like she's she was definitely the hottest one at 17. Right. And it was like, well, you know, in a criminal justice system, sexually based <laughs> oh. offenses are considered especially heinous. Someone has been watching a ton <laughs> of Law and Order. Oh, <laughs> In New York City, the dedicated detectives who investigate these vicious felonies are members of an elite squad known as the Ball Cops. <laughs> these are their stories. <laughs> Did you just find the story? Wasn't there yes. a movie about that? Paul Blart Mo- Ball <laughs> Cop. <laughs> Did the did the think, balls guy look at you at all? Was he just staring straight ahead? He was just where yeah, he was yeah. reading the times. <laughs> he was on another planet. Yeah. Like I don't even know. I don't even know. Like I don't even remember. I think his eyes were open. Yeah. But 
He could have been sleeping with his eyes open. I don't know. Yeah. There was, I saw um, a dick on the train one time. One time. One of the times that I saw Isn't it. the train made of dicks? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> there was one on my seat once. Yeah. The MTA really needs to do a better job of picking up the dicks yeah. that people leave on the subway. Yes. This guy had a legit like suitcase attache case on his lap. Oh, right? oh yeah. And then dun, I'm like. Dun, bum, 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 bum. <laughs> And then the the briefcase opens up towards the crowd. (laughs) And it's my dick in a box. (laughs) The original dick in a box. No, he just had it The ball cop slides in and says, no one take a picture of this. Some homeless guy was at an Applebee's, saw that on SNL, and was like, fuck those. (laughs) Fuck those people. That was my idea. (laughs) Well, he never opened it. He he was just using it to cover it. And I, I don't know, like... You know how someone's sitting and you're like, what's weird about you? Like, yeah. why is this? And then I look down and under his attache case, his dick wasn't even just out. He was like slowly jerking. Oh. And my first reaction, I was on the train by myself, but I looked around. I'm like, is anyone seeing this? Is anyone seeing this? Yeah. And everyone seemed to like not really be noticing. And I wish now I was so much younger. Yeah. I wish now that I'd be like, jerk it out, your dick's out. But yes. Instead, I was like, he would have loved that though. I'll yeah. just get out at the I just, next stop. I'm yeah, I, always I, I a, never know what they want. I'm I always know. afraid that if I go, your dick's out, that's when they jizz because they're so Yeah, they've right. been waiting. Oh, and they're ready. Yeah. They want, uh, I think the best reaction is like, ugh. Yeah. yeah, over your mm-hmm. dick. I've yeah. seen so I've like seen twenty that. dicks tonight. Yeah, no, I don't think that they like that. I think that they want you to be shocked. I think they want you to be appalled. Yeah, I think you want they want to be shamed about it. Yeah, um, but I think it's like. So what? You got a dick? I've seen 20 dicks today. Then, I'll take my pussy out, yeah. motherfucker. What? You want to see some shit? I have three pussies. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I take out a you, pocket a, pussy yeah, and be like, you like this? <laughs> I My favorite way that people react. I think the one time I saw someone uh, like stand up to a subway jerker was like an older, very tired black woman. And she was just like, you crazy motherfucker i work all day and now i gotta see your fucking dick get out of the car yeah that's get a, out of that's that a car perfect response it's like just stop it was like i don't give a fuck yeah i was on a train once and i didn't even see it but i guess somebody had his dick out and when uh somebody got up to get off a guy he went over to him and he was like ready to fight him yeah he was like you're fucking disgusting Let's go right now. And the guy like put it away. Yeah. I like guys like that. And I think mm-hmm. all guys should respond like that. Why are we responding to this? Yeah. This is one of your people. Yeah. <laughs> stand up. Yeah. Also like just fucking stand. I feel like everyone on the train should stand up and go whenever you're fucking what, ready. The yeah. door is open. What do you think that would happen if like you saw someone jerking it on the train and you were like, God, God, do finish. It. Do it. God, <laughs> do it. What's wrong? Oh, now you're getting soft. Make money. Oh. But I feel like that's like talking dirty to them and I'm not. No, I feel like that's also very like, oh, oh, oh. I'm I just feel like you're not going to drink any of your water, no. right? Because you're disgusting. I brought Gerald everything. Steiner. I have um a refined palate. Mm, a water palate. <laughs> she's a snot. Mineral always, water. Every time she's in the studio, we always put water in front of her. And like no matter how much water is in, she refuses to drink. I bring be- my own liquids. Because what if we didn't wash the glass well enough? What if the person before me that was drinking out of the glass had a stomach virus? That's true. These are all normal and things. These are all things. things. Yeah, these are things. Because <laughs> anyway. you record in a hospital. Yeah. Well, um, so how long have you been in New York now for? Um, are we just including... Like, like New York City proper? Uh, seven years. 
Nice. Not Connecticut, New York. New York, New yeah. York. Yeah, right, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you, what I want to, I want to start asking everybody this. Did you ever cry in public? Because I think everyone does in New York. Oh, oh I've yeah. cried in public. Yeah. And I just, I, well, what do you consider in public? On the train. Transportation is made for crying. Yes. Yeah. Like, yeah. what else are you supposed to do? Yeah. I, I get bored of listening to the same music and reading the same books and listening to the same podcasts. I yeah. need about to your cry trauma. sometimes. Yeah. And, and it's a very emotional thing. Like, I think. People don't realize like when you're moving from one place to another place, it's like you're physically moving from one place to another place, but you also feel the passage of time mm-hmm. more Deep, and man. it gets me in my feelings a lot. I've yeah. cried a lot. That's so funny because I cry on airplanes a lot. Oh, really? I cried an entire six and a half hour flight uh, and I warned the couple sitting next to me. I was like, hey, <laughs> are you guys going to throw up? And they were like, what? As soon as I sat down. <laughs> And they were like, no, are you? And I'm like, no. I just wanted to make sure that no one I sit next to is going to be vomiting on the plane. And they were like, okay. I was like, okay, also, I'm going to be crying very (laughs) softly throughout the entire flight. I will be weeping. (laughs) I was like, I am fine. But this is what I'm going to be doing. What was going on that you were crying? Oh, I don't like to be on a plane because I'm afraid someone's going to throw up. So four hours into the flight, all of the lights, it was a red eye, all of the lights go on. And they're like, is anyone a doctor? <gasps> and someone is, they're dragging someone who is unconscious, vomiting all over no. themselves. Oh my God, it's like your nightmare. Through, through the aisle. And apparently like they went into like some kind of diabetic coma or something. Um, and then they put them in the front of the plane so everyone could watch them vomiting. And the guy sitting next to me like threw his body on top of me. Oh, that's such a good like, like, shield me. In a good way. Yeah, like to oh shield me. He was like, nothing's happening. Nothing's happening. Aww. And I was already crying, so I just cried harder. Um, what a nightmare. Like a, he's like the reverse ball cop. He's yeah. like a good guy. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That man is the only ally. But I cry in the like wherever we're going. I'm going to cry the entire flight. Yeah. It's fine. I just am. You just have to tell them. Yeah. She's like the baddest bitch in this room. She's like, I just weep when I'm on a plane. The yeah. whole time. No matter how long. I mean, the flight, we could be going to Australia. <laughs> I am not even going to take a nap. I'm going to stay up and cry. <laughs> Do you do you ever think about taking uh like Oh I take a Xanax. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's a good Xanax cry. Is there any pill strong enough no. to stop you? No, it just no. softens the cry. No, I mean you would have to have an anesthesiologist present <laughs> to have anything strong enough to stop me crying on a Morphine, plane. Morphine, probably. No. I would have to be on like uh you know, whatever you get like when you get Ketamine. endoscopy. Yeah, like I would have to have actual anesthesia a that puts twilight me to sleep. sleep. Yeah, I would have to have a, a heavy twilight. Well, let's hope we get rich enough so that you can do that for yourself. Oh, that'd be amazing. Um, oh, my God. Emily, you bring out the best of every podcast. Oh, I always say that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I know. I'm just saying your brand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where can people find you, follow you? What's the you, deal? Uh, you can follow me at Lubination everywhere. That's L-U-B-I-N-A-T-I-O-N. And you can listen to my podcast that I co-host with Andrea, what? which is called The Hot Mess Comedy Hour. It's available wherever podcasts are available. Listen. We ask people why they're a hot mess and we talk about uh, shit. Bullshit. We I've had Tracy Ann so come on multiple times. Yes. Some of the fucking faves, both oh, of you two. Thank Loved you. It. Your nightmare lives. Yeah. Oh my God. That's so nice. When when you're like a fave of The Hot Mess Comedy Hour. That's not great. No, it's not. <laughs> I mean, we're happy to have you on. I'm but, self-aware. But your life is not going well. Yeah. And that, that's exactly how Andrea usually asks me to be on the show. She's like, okay, so. <laughs> good news and bad news. Um, good good news, news, more content. Bad news, um, your life is in shambles. Yeah. Divorce? Yes. Hey, Hemda, you're like 
stable enough to talk about that divorce now, right? It's been three weeks. I wait. I just wait no. till the cusp of inappropriate. But you're still upset enough to cry on the podcast. Yeah, right? I mean, you, you gotta There's a get great them window. in that sweet spot. Yeah. But she also, she also, that's not the first time she'll ask me because that is a good spot. You asked me like, no, well, I'm well, like I'm, a little demon just waiting. No, but right before, like as I'm going through it, she's like, can't wait to have you on hot <laughs> Good night, Hamza. Sleep well. <laughs> Shh, I know you're crying now, but it's going to be so much better when this you're on the show. Our, yeah, we're like the Freddy Krueger of trauma. We're the we the first time you're on Hot Mess. We ruined like six friendships because of that episode. Just naming oh, yeah. names. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like, yeah, we pe- started. People stopped speaking fight. to us. That's true. People stopped speaking. Did they to ever us. start again? No. no. Perfect. Nope. Pe- no, no, all three of us lost that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, pe- people stopped speaking to us and they also tried to ruin our careers. Yeah. So. Well, joke's on you. Joke's on you. look at us. Enjoy- look at us. Two podcasts. <laughs> Seeing balls on the train. <laughs> Some of us three killing the game. Oh my God. You Trace- guys, all we have are friends that are fucked up. So subscribe to this show and make You're sure gonna you love it. Us- it will make you feel better about yourself. Yeah, it absolutely. will. And if you ever thought of moving to New York City... Don't. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, sure. like really like we don't want you here. No. Like I this is I was I was thinking about this um the other day cuz my roommate now um is from Florida and she lives in New York and she's a bartender and then like a part-time office worker and I'm like why? Yeah. You know what I mean? Cuz she wants to party. I guess but like can't you party in like St. Petersburg, Florida? Of course yeah. you can. And buy a house. Yeah. Yeah. And Okay, die. now now like if I heard that this show I'd be like, okay, I'm moving to New York because yeah. the alternatives that you just gave out are just not my bag. I just don't I I mean, listen, move You've here if you want to move here. You've never lived in any other city yeah, though. Yeah, like live here if you want to live here. I'm not telling you not to. It's just you're stupid. You could live <laughs> somewhere else. I fucking love it here. And have more space. And do the same shit and not be miserable. But it yeah, is, it's up to you. It's your life. It's it your is life. funny because I live in a studio with with a backyard, which is very it's so nice. Uh, yeah, and and I'm just like, this is all the space I need. This is everything I need. Well, you have a lot of space. I mean, yeah. th- you're not like it's a the- studio apartment still. Okay, we don't have to discuss. Yeah, that. okay, come to, to yeah, you're really rough your in apartment. it. <laughs> okay, yeah. Listen. Oh, I'm Hamda. I have a lofted bed. Yeah. I'm really roughing it. I have a boyfriend who loves me. Okay, that's great. Congrats. Okay. That's great. Tracy, where Speaking can people of find trauma. you and follow you? <laughs> Speaking of trauma, you guys could listen to my two podcasts, Teen Mom Trash Talk and 90 Day Fiance Trash Talk. You could get my upcoming tour dates at TracyCarnazzo.com or you could follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Trixie Tuzini, T-R-I-X-I-E-T-U-Z-Z-I-N-I. That's all. Hamda. Hi, my name is Hamda. <laughs> Can I spell that for you, please? Mm-hmm. But I don't even know how to spell it myself. Spell I know it with a hem. Mm-hmm. I know that this is wrong. C H E M D A. My podcast is Keith and the Girl. We've been going for 15 years. What? All of these people have been on the show. I hope you guys listen. We're on every platform. Again, it's called Keith and the Girl. Only in New York. Dun, 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 dun. Andrea, what's your uh, social media? Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God, I got to edit that. Don't yeah, edit the thing it. about opening, yeah. it's also a closing. Yeah. <laughs> it applies to both sides. Okay, Andrea Comedy 69 and my new burner account, Ball Cop 25. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, 
what's not the best? 69 though. weird 25 69 was taken yeah 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 um and obviously check out the hot mess comedy hour and uh you know follow me on twitter at andrea comedy if you want to see me tweeting about having sex with snakes uh you it's guys, a good time thank you so much for listening to the show please share it if you like it we love you and give us a five-star rating and an amazing review on itunes thank you dun 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 Bye. dun, dun.